Hide not your talents, they for use were made. What is a sundial in the shade? Benjamin Franklin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Commoners Honing All Disciplines podcast. Uh, Today, we are going to discuss careerism. What do you do to pick your career? And what if you're a young guy and you're just starting out? Maybe you're still in school, Mm -hmm. but you want to figure out what you're going to do and uh, you don't know this uh, this will be valuable to you because we will tell you what you should think be thinking about Mm -hmm. yeah I think uh, one big mistake a lot of people think about in their you know their careers is uh, they think purely about money rather than about lifestyle so the way I break it down is like this uh, I think we spoke about this in other episodes, but basically that uh, like third, a third, a third, a third rule. Uh, one third of the day you are doing your career, right? It's a, it's a good chunk. It should be reasonable. It should be decent. For the average person, you're going to be working about eight hours a day. So mm-hmm. you don't want those eight hours to be grueling, like too grueling, number one. You don't want to want to kill yourself every single day after you've done after you're done work because then you're probably not going to last long in that career uh, or in that job. I'll say job. Um, number two is, are you going to be able to have that balance in life that you want? Do you want a lifestyle that's go go go, high paced, lots of money, fast lifestyle? That's that's okay. Like whatever that could be your prerogative. Um, the average person probably doesn't want that. The average person wants to work a reasonable and respectable career. They want to work their eight hours a day. They want to make their, I guess in Canada, you'd be making 80 K plus you'd want to be making at least. And, and you want to be able to go home to your family at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you don't want your commute to kill you and that's it, right? It's very, it seems very simple. Um, but what if you plan on staying single for a long time? What if you want to work hard early in life and, you know, just grind, just grind stuff out and not worry about a family? What if you only want to worry about a family? So you want an even easier job that doesn't pay as much, but is mm-hmm. maybe more difficult in a shorter period of time. You know, there's a lot of ways you have to look at it. And the way I look at it is like, figure out what lifestyle you want. Um, and sometimes that is out of your grasp because you can't know what it's like to be married. You can't know what it's like to be kids without having them. Um, you know, but, and you also can't know what a fast paced lifestyle is like, unless you create one for yourself. So kind of like, you know, you're in high school, uh, you're in college, whatever you're in university, create the type of lifestyle you would want to have and say, Hmm, I actually do enjoy this. I would want to continue this in my career. I want to continue this in my job. Um, because you can but, always change later, right? Yeah, exactly. You can always change it's later. Thing. Some people think that they have to do the exact same thing all yeah. the time, or like the first thing that they choose has to be their their last thing that they choose. But it's yeah, not. it's not at all. It's like you have there's two things I would say. You have time, and you have options, right? Like you don't want to. You really don't want to, you know undermine those options you don't want to say that there's nothing for you if you choose one career path it's like you can always choose a career path that you didn't really like as much make money in it and then move forward onto something else right like you have that ability 
it's not even uncommon for people to do anymore, right? Mm-hmm. It's like um, it's it's actually I would say it's pretty common. I think the average person has like twelve different jobs in their lifetime now at this point in time, and like that's it never used to be like that before. Before it used to be two to three jobs on average per person. Yeah, now it's right. a hell of a lot more, right? People are doing a lot of different things. They're doing maintenance jobs, right? So they're saying, I just need money right now in order to get to the next step in life. So I'll see what I can do to get that. So that's why when I say career, this is going to be your overarching pathway forward. So, you know, that lifestyle awareness mm-hmm. has to be part of that list, right? Because a and career could make up, be made up of multiple different jobs, maybe in the same yeah, exactly. sector or in different sectors even, kind of like, encompasses what you want to be doing and then like you said it all goes back to what lifestyle you end up with um at the end of it like if you want a specific lifestyle you have to consider the job that it takes to get there or the business maybe that you have to create to get there and think about what you're going to be doing on a day-to-day basis because that's really what a job is the day-to-day yeah you know yeah, the number one thing I think you can do if you're in high school or in university is reach out to people who have the career that you are looking to get into. Reach out to them. Uh, LinkedIn, as much as people rag on it, whatever, it's mm. a great opportunity for you to create an account and be like, hey, I'm looking to get into this field. I'm thinking about going to school for this. I don't really have anyone to talk to about this. I was wondering if you could help me out, right? Local local businessmen, local companies, you know, they're a lot of their execs and lower management are happy to reach out, uh, you know, construction industry. Again, this is more of a corporate side, but like, let's say it was more of an artistic field, like reach out to art galleries and talk to them, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have to get creative. I think one thing is getting creative with trying to figure out what you'd want and what you don't want. Because I, I met a lot of people in high school that were like, yeah, I know, I know I want to be a lawyer. I know I want to be a doctor and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You can know what you want and that's good. Actually, you should have a direction, you know, and you should focus on it fully. You shouldn't. The the one thing also with career is don't worry if it doesn't work out kind of thing, because at the end yeah. of the day, there's always opportunities to make money. Um, there is, but there's not always, always opportunities to, for you to pursue a path that you would want to pursue. There really isn't. So you yeah. have to look at that. You have to take that into account. You know, your opportunities are. Yeah, they will decrease over time. You're right. They will decrease over time, right? So you should try your riskiest opportunities, arguably in your youngest age. Yeah. Where you're able to bounce back. You have more time to bounce back from it, right? Your riskiest endeavors, your silliest, goofiest ideas. If you say, oh, I love day trading. I want to do day trading. Like start small. Start small. If you say, I love woodworking, I want to do woodworking, get your apprenticeship and build your own shop slowly but surely, right? Work for someone else. You know, uh, do not, and I will say this, in today's society, there's going to be a lot of niche things that people are going to be wanting because there's so much of us. Like Mm -hmm. everyone wants a little niche thing. Different people want niche things. So don't be afraid to do your niche thing uh, if there's potential money in it, right? So like, yeah. don't be afraid of entrepreneurship. You know, if, if opportunity doesn't knock, you have to build a door. This is a paraphrasing from Milton Burley. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true that, that like what you said, where if you want to get into a field or something, but maybe you don't know anybody, just go asking people. That's um, huge. Like that is 
probably like one of the biggest keys to actually being successful with getting jobs and it's it's 100 true that opportunities only come to you if you are actively like seeking them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it, the guy that just sits in his room all day why is someone going to come up to him and say hey do you want this job it just doesn't make any sense it's like they're going to be given to people that are actually out there in the world doing something yeah. whatever that is and um yeah you can show showing that initiative shows people in that field that like hey this guy is interested he's ready to learn he wants to to know what we have to teach which is a, a big thing when it comes to um mentorship like well, how yeah. dedicated you're going to be to your mentor because no one wants to give away their knowledge for and get nothing absolutely nothing in return they want yeah. the satisfaction of doing that people do want to do that but yeah. they don't want to do it to someone who's going to be ungrateful or someone who's not actually going to take it seriously yeah or, or have learned anything from it right like that's what the mentorship is all about eventually being like i can teach someone now so they don't make the same mistakes mm -hmm. i do and hopefully they can grow at a better rate or in their own way better than i ever could so that's a very big deal people like doing that when they get older um it's like one of the most important things people do when they get older it's and, a lot like being a parent, really. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like the next. It's like the next step down from being a parent, and I think with mentorship also comes like you have to think about like they got there in whatever circumstances that they did. Uh, just just circling back to what you were saying before, like the person who sits around and does nothing, even though they're qualified, will not get a job. The person mm -hmm. who's unqualified and more ambitious than you will. Yeah, that's literally all you need to know. If if you're saying, "Oh, I can't find a job. I can't find a job." Yeah, the reality is you're not doing enough. And I know it's a really annoying thing to say. It is really annoying because nowadays, mm -hmm. like jobs are dependent on maybe following certain political standards or certain political beliefs. True. That's that's fair, right? But it doesn't mean you should give up, and it doesn't mean you can't go down your own path. Arguably, if people are saying you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this, do your own thing like early and, and often and be like, mm -hmm. screw you. You told me I couldn't do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be uh, forging my own path, right? I'm going to be choosing my own career. I'm going to be making my own destiny. So like, that's one of the biggest things. Uh, don't be afraid to take a risk right now. Now is the time to take risk. You know, now is the time to like get into debt in a weird way. Um, mm. You know. It's so true. And the other thing, like, I know it's a bit cliche, like, but I have to repeat it because it's true. It's basically the best investment you can make is in yourself, in your own um, skills and education. Uh, basically, if you like, if there's any kind of course that you you know you could take um, that would make you able to make more money, always do it. It's always worth it, even if it's not for money if it's some kind of like interest for you like something creative or anything like that if you take that course and you become a better person because of it it's always worth it in my opinion and i think um many people agree uh basically you ask how to pick a career like so for a young guy we we came up with three questions that you need to like find an answer to you know, when you do your, mm -hmm. your journaling and your self-work. These are, good, these are really good questions, about. actually. 
just simple. The simplest questions are the best. I'm going to put that forward right now. The simplest mm -hmm. questions have the most complex answers. In a weird way, so true. Uh, so basically the first one, what do you like? Okay. Easy to answer for some people, hard to answer for others. Mm -hmm. But uh, you need to figure it out. What, what do you actually like? And like I said before, a job or um, a lifestyle is, is what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. So if you're not enjoying the day-to-day, -day, then, you know, you're not going to make it. You can't just enjoy your life only a couple weeks a year when you're on vacation. You have to enjoy it consistently throughout the year. Otherwise, you're going to be very unhappy. Yeah. And it's not going to be perfect, right? There's no, there's no job or there's no career that's like, this is perfection. This is exactly no. what I wanted in my career. It's like the the way I think about it is the 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 majority of the time you're working on your job, you're 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 enjoying it or tolerating it at the very minimum. Mm -hmm. So about sixty to seventy five percent of the time, you're actually enjoying it or tolerating it. Uh, maybe the other twenty five percent of the time, you dislike it, right? Uh, maybe yeah. even less, maybe twenty percent. You know, you could go up to get eighty. It depends on your tolerance levels, and it's like if it's enjoyment versus intolerance. Like you might have a job that's like the parts that you like are you like so much, and the parts that you don't like, they suck a lot. But like those parts that you like outweigh it so much. Like I can imagine like that's how it goes for doctors. That's how mm -hmm. it goes for lawyers. Right? There's a lot of slogging. There's a lot of like pain in the beginning, and then they like can enjoy it even more as their career like goes on forward. Right. I would assume it's the same for like um, construction yeah. as well. Right. And you, you'll, you'll be rewarded it. for self-sacrifice. Most jobs or careers kind of have that sense. Like I know it's in the trades a lot mm -hmm. that you, you work harder as you're younger. And then when you're older in the same trade, in the same job, you're more respected now for your knowledge rather than your physical effort. And you can, you know, kind of sit back and relax. Yeah, your experience. And, uh, speaks yeah. for you it speaks through you as well right it's like i can get things done in eight hours even though i'm an old man because i know exactly how they should be done and i don't know the most efficient way whereas mm -hmm. a new guy might take two days uh but he's faster he can move better than me but he doesn't know what i know he doesn't feel what i feel he hasn't done the specific intricacies that i've experienced right so you know as a young man learn fast from people older than you, you know, mm. reach out to people who are older than you reach out to people who are smarter than you. Like, do not be afraid because at the end of the day, if you're the way I think about it is like this, if you can learn from someone smarter and older and wiser than you at a young age, imagine how much smarter, older and wiser you will be than them at their age mm -hmm. and always go from there. Like, that's the way I look at it. And then there is a point where it's like, Something I'm so smart. Them. I could do this. Yeah. Don't forget you haven't put in the time and effort they have. So take the experience, take the wisdom, take the knowledge, but humble yourself and be like, I want to learn in order to get to their level at some point someday, right? Yeah, um, that's one thing I've noticed. Like if you take just your attitude and willingness to work and just take an interest in um, an older guy, like speaking specifically about the trades, but I, this can apply to any job that you're in someone who's been there longer than you and knows certain things like tricks just pay attention and like show interest to them they will like you a hundred times more than some guy who's just going through the motions i promise and oh yeah it's something i i do all the time like 
actually ask questions, even if I, even if I might know the answer, I ask questions that I think the guy would like to hear and explain to me just so that he wants to explain things to me more than more often than not. Right. Cause nothing worse if they just let you, um, go about your job and screw up, even though they know that there's a better way of doing it. You want to be, you want to be receiving that knowledge before you make any mistakes. Yeah. You don't want to be the new guy who thinks he knows everything and people really don't like that. They don't respect that. They prefer if you're the new guy who's trying their best and then, you know, maybe makes mistakes once in a while, but learns from them, right? Doesn't make the same mistake twice. That's always something I like to make a point of. I do not like making the same mistake twice. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, it happens. It does happen. It does happen. But, yeah, I mean, everyone's going to have an off day. But, like, you can think about it in the – just to go back to what you said before. I was just uh, thinking about this. You said you might enjoy 60 70% of your job and then maybe the rest you're kind of tolerating it or, or you really don't like it. Mm-hmm. But if you were just sat at home – without a job all day you would either feel worse or you know you wouldn't be enjoying yourself 100 percent of the time no so really you probably will never get to a point where you enjoy yourself 100 percent of the time and you shouldn't because if because that's just no i don't think you should either it's like addiction right if 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 something's so good all the time when it's not good it's going to be horrible so you need Mm. those ups and downs you need that balance right um, Definitely. Need that. Again, skewed more in a positive direction, right? Even if it's like um, you don't like your job forty percent of the time, but like you make a lot of money, that balances out, right? It's it's all this. It's always about um, balance mm-hmm. at the end of the day. It's always about like you know what where, what you're what you're going where you're leaving home from and what you're coming home to, right? That's what ends up career ends up being, right? And it's nice. It's nice to be in a field where, um, you know, you can enjoy the people that you're talking to. There's kind of somewhat similar to you. You can get along and, you know, work isn't just this horrible thing that you all do. It's this decent thing that you all do together and put in good work mm-hmm. to get it to get it done. But um, I feel like we're going off path here. To pick a career. Yeah, we started with the, the questions. Yeah, to pick a career. We did the first one. So the first question is you have to figure out what you like. Yes. That's, so this, that's the main. This takes time. And, and you may not know 100%. You may like a lot of things. I'll, I'll give you this advice. If you like a lot of things, find what you're good at of those things that you like and go right after it. Um, yeah. Find the best thing you're good at. And what you may be very – if you're good at a lot of little things, what you may be good at is managing because then you'll True. be like, oh, I'm good at all these little things. I can put them all together. Uh, I can put these moving parts together. I should do a management position, right? I should look at, um, you know, being a being a restaurant manager or something. I don't know. Mm. But That's putting... the second question, by the way, is, is what are you good at? Yeah, it's true. Sorry, need to, let me, need to let me figure hold it out for a second. So what do you like? Again, that's up to you to know. But yeah, two, two pieces of advice here. Is it's one, it's up to you to know. And the second piece of advice is that means it's not up to someone else to know for you. A yeah. lot of young people need to get this through their heads, okay? What you enjoy is not what your parents want for you. What you enjoy, what you like, 
is not what your friends want for you. What you enjoy and what you like is not what society wants for you. It simply is yours. It is yours. It is not to be taken away or given value more than one other thing or someone else's thing. Yes, there are certain things that you can enjoy and be like, I know this is bad. I probably shouldn't enjoy this. And that's normal. That's very human. Obviously, don't go down those paths. But like the paths that you do enjoy, people can know and understand what I'm alluding to. But the paths that you do enjoy, <laughs> follow them, uh, chase them. You know, you love athletics. You love athletics so much, you know, and you love the mind. Okay, sports psychology. Boom, that's what I'm going to go into, right? Maybe you're not smart enough to understand the, the human brain. That's fine. You can still do physiotherapy and like, I don't know, life coaching and stuff. Uh, or, or sorry, not life coaching. You can do like bodybuilding coaching, right? Because you love athletics and you love uh, the mind. So now you can help. You can do both those things, right? There's all these different fields uh, where you can like two things and still be good at both of them in their own way, right? If you enjoy building, like just building things in general, you like building Legos as a kid. Maybe you, you're interested in woodworking or steelworking. Imagine building massive Legos with a crane. <laughs> It's like every every person has probably pictured themselves in a crane at some point, like like moving the moving yeah. the arms and stuff. Like when like you're, you're kid, at that like, uh, that claw game claw, machine, yeah. you're just <laughs> trying to win a stuffed animal, and you're just like, yeah, like be the crane. What's that from? Be the crane. <laughs> be the claw. Is that Toy yeah. Story? I think it's Toy Story. I think so. Okay. Anyways, yeah. So. Second thing, you have to figure out what are you good at. This, similarly to finding what you like, it involves trying many things mm-hmm. and not just, you know, sitting on your ass. You actually have to go out and figure out what you're good at. Uh, maybe you're athletic. Maybe you're a builder. Maybe you're intellectual, mm-hmm. creative. You know, you're good at writing, you're good at art or music. Whatever you are, right? Yeah. That's that's going to help with um, enjoyment. You might not enjoy the things that you're good at, but usually if you're good at something, it's enjoyable. Just it's by more nature. enjoyable, yeah, than being – if you're bad at something but you like it, you're, you're like chances are you're still going to enjoy something that you're good at that you don't like as much. That's just mm-hmm. the way the human mind works because you can see results out of that. Um. So yeah, figure out what you like, figure out what you don't like. That may be a good strategy as well. Uh, I yeah, had to figure true. out what I didn't like in order to get into what I did like. And it takes time, right? It takes time. And some people don't have the luxury of that. So what you need to do is kind of figure that out for yourself is I need to figure out what I like, but I don't know yet. So let me do a job that's tolerable for now until I figure it out and I'll make mm-hmm. a plan, right? It's not this rushed thing. If you're going to be 80 years old, you can spend 20 to 30 years of that early life figuring out what you want to do for the other 50. That's okay. Right, it's not a big deal. As long as you're working towards something, you're saying, "I know I need money, regardless. So I'm going to work towards that for now." Right, a tolerable money-making job. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the next question, as we discussed, is, "What are you good at? What can you do well?" And that's again, this is that you may find without trying to look for, which is interesting. Yeah, some people just have talent. <laughs> yeah, some people just have genuine talent. Um, and, and preventing it from going to waste is going to be a big thing. If you're good at something, but you're like, I can't do this as a career, that's our next question, right? That's, that'll be our next question, and, and you'll understand what we say when we say it. But 
finding what you're good at is very important. It's finding some sort of mastery in a craft or, you know, your ability, what, what's your highest ability to learn? Like, are you visual? Are you tactile or are you audio, uh, audible, audible? I don't know. You know, yeah, can you hear? Or can something. you learn by hearing? Yeah, auditory. Can you learn by seeing, which is visual, and can you learn by doing? Right. Those. Well, they're probably auditory because really this is a podcast. So. Well, they may they may not be fully auditory. <laughs> no, I know, I know. A portion will be, I would hope. Um, but yeah, like what? Uh, figure out how well you learn. Right, knowing yourself can help you determine what you're good at and what you can be good at. Um. So Fun fact, when I did those tests in school, I got like exactly thirds for the three learning types. Mm-hmm. So you're just a well-rounded individual. So you can choose yeah. which one you want to go down the path of. And that makes sense to, for like, what I would look at is that like maybe music production, right? Is a creative form or, or, or podcast production where you're doing physical things, you're doing mm-hmm. visual things, and you're doing auditory items, right? Learning and and discussing them or, or like, like I said, music production, you could talk about like some construction industries where it's like, you need to see, feel and discuss with clients, um, or listen, like communicate well, sorry, communication is the auditory, uh, mm-hmm. reason for things. But, um, you know, like if you're purely visual, you might do a job that's, um, artistic based, right? You might do a job that's like, oh, no, this needs to be this way. Like I said, you can be a manager, right? If you're purely auditory, maybe you like to listen and read and write. Maybe you become like a therapist or something because you love to listen or, or a teacher of some kind because you love to listen and teach. You know, there's all these different fields. And tactile, obviously, you know, mechanic. Just be a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Like that's pure yeah, – Man, sometimes mechanics can't even see what they're doing. You should see the way these guys get into cars. They can't even see what they're doing. They're just purely tactile. It's kind of cool. Mm. I would say it's one of the most tactile positions. But, um, you know, like know yourself and know parts of yourself, and that will help to know what you're good at. That will help you to find what you're good at too. And experience new things. That that goes for everything. Try to experience and try new things. That helps with everything Always. in general. Yeah, I agree 100%. And then um, the third question of the three is, what can you monetize? So this is specifically about money. Mm. Um, There's a lot of jobs that you may like and be good at, but you can't really monetize them. And then that becomes a problem because, you know, the issue is you need money at the end of the day. Um, And if you are doing the thing that you like and are good at, but you don't have any money. That's a problem. So, so you're, you're the thing that you're good at. Uh, if it doesn't provide, so we say monetize, but the reality of the situation is like providing values to others. Sorry, providing mm-hmm. a value to others. So like this podcast, if we were a lot smarter and a lot more well, <laughs> well articulated and a lot more experienced, maybe we can make money off this mm-hmm. right now. We know we can't. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to attempt to, right? And we're not going to, and that also means we're going to live a balanced life. So we don't put all our eggs in this basket. We do this once a week. And now a break from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> um, not yeah. real. Not real. Uh, but we do this once a week because we know we can't make money off of it, at least right now, but it is something we enjoy doing. And there's no reason you shouldn't try to pursue things that you enjoy doing if there's potential value to come from it, or you just, you know, the value is, is inward. 
right? You just mm-hmm. genuinely enjoy it, so you're willing to do it. Yeah, with right? this, the value is inherent. It's not necessarily yeah. value money-wise. It's just value to us and to people. So I think it's just an inherently good thing. Yeah, and that's why the monetized word is so important because it's like monetization just means is what you're doing valuable enough to be paid for, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the time it's not, right? Like well, who's going to pay you to exercise, right? It's just Nobody. it's beneficial for you. It's beneficial for the people around you, but is someone going to pay you to do it? It's like, no, that's your own personal problem, right? Is someone going to pay you to read? Is someone going to pay you to write? Is someone going to pay you to build little models? Arguably, you have to pay for it, right? Those people who build models and like paint them and stuff. Uh, yeah. And the skills you gain from that may be valuable because it allows you to work with finesse and be um, and deal with very fragile small pieces, which makes you more, uh, you know, well-versed in hand-eye coordination, right? Or video games. Someone's paying you to play video games unless you're so good at it. All these things mm-hmm. are something where it's like, you could be so good at them where you could get paid, but chances are you're not, right? Uh, chances are you, you're good at working out, but are you really that good at working out to be like a bodybuilder? No. Are you good at uh, playing video games, but good enough to be paid for it? No. You're good at reading. Mm-hmm. You're so good at reading that you're going to be paid for it to review books and stuff? Probably not, right? But you can enjoy doing all those things, and you should enjoy doing all those things. But that's part of lifestyle. That's not necessarily part of career. The career is specifically what can be monetized. Mm-hmm. And again... For these entrepreneurial people who are like, I'm good at three things. I can't put them together right now, but I'll do this for this amount of time per day, this for this amount of time per day, and this for this amount of time per day. And I can monetize them enough where I can make a decent living and it's relatively stable. Like that's good. That's a good way to look at it. Again, higher risk. Do it when you're young. Um, You know, don't be afraid to go to college, right? For a year. Don't be afraid to go to college for a year and get like a diploma or an apprenticeship, make money and then go to university. Don't be afraid to do that. You know, mm. if that's what you want. Don't be afraid to just skip school altogether. If you're like, I have a great idea. I think it's a very good idea. I think I can make money off of it. I'm willing to put in the work. I'm going to do it. Don't be afraid to do any of that stuff. Right? Yeah. One thing um, I read about recently that is really interesting and I actually want, I want to implement this. Um, this guy was saying, he doesn't have a college fund for his kids like you typically would you you put money aside so your kids can go to college when they're old enough Mm -hmm. or whatever um he said instead he has what he calls a business fund for his kids so he said when his son turns 18 um he's going to take that money and he's going to have a a neutral uh just kind of like a group of his friends and family that are, the son has to then pitch an idea to at the end um, or not the end when he turns 18, he has to pitch an idea to them kind of like, you know, shark tank or dragon's den or whatever. And he may have the idea that he's going to go to college either way. doesn't necessarily have to be a business, but the, the idea is he has to prove that it's a good idea before he yeah, does exactly. it and then he has access to that money so i think just encouraging your kids to take a different path like an entrepreneur path in the first place is really good you know telling them that they don't necessarily have to do college um, especially if they have a good idea and you just want them to do that and then also the money not being directly tied to him mm-hmm. 
is it also another good idea is it partially you know given by his colleagues so that it's actually you know what i mean used for the the, mm-hmm. the creation of the business again it's it's the value the the point of the money was not the business itself the point of it was it would be saved up so it could be put towards a value right mm-hmm. so the value could have been um my business idea is for me to go to university for this thing get this mm-hmm. degree and then follow this niche market and people are like, okay, that's a good idea. Now here's your money. Right. Yeah. Or if it's not a great idea, you go, well, here's your money, stipends, whatever. I don't know. But like, hopefully you pay for your children's education. I think, I think what good goal to have for your career is to say, I want to be able to afford a house. I want to be able to afford two to three children and I want to be able to afford them going to uh, college university. Right. Mm-hmm. Or at least pay for half of their college and university expenses. Um, and you know, that means living within your means if it's like not as high paying of a job, but, um, you know, that's okay. Yeah. Another thing I would just want to mention is if you're young and your parents are willing to pay for, uh, your college or university, you should just go yeah, you should. because, um, I don't think unless you do something really stupid, but I don't think any of the listeners here would do something stupid like gender studies. Unless you do something dumb like that, no education is really bad in the long run. If you take it seriously. Exactly. Like, for example, um, I did two years of engineering and dropped out. But Mm -hmm. what I learned from that, even though I didn't get any degree on paper, I went into a you know, a pre-apprenticeship program and I was the top marks. So what I learned already just kind of propelled me into greater success in the next thing that I chose to do. So it wasn't a waste is my point. So basically it's not over if you, if you drop out or something like that. Yeah. Everything can be used to your advantage, right? Um, Everything can be used to your advantage, like no joke. A lot so of skills are transferable. Yeah, exactly. A lot of a lot of skills are transferable, man. Especially learning skills. I think learning skills and habits are the most transferable thing, and mm-hmm. you always build those up in in kind of what you're doing. So, you know, I would say this one's probably not going to be the longest episode, and because it's relatively simple, I would say for a lot of people, it's very broad advice that you ended up kind of finding your own path and. Um, well, actually, let me add to, if your parents have a very big, massive company, yeah, go to business school and just run the company. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> don't be like, I'm going to go do my own thing. It's like, just yeah. don't, just don't, why? Dude. Why? Be, because you be saw it based? in a movie where like this daughter didn't want to run her dad's business. I want to be an artist instead. That's gay. It's like it's just dumb. Do. <laughs> just do. Yeah, dude, just, you can do art on the side and guess what? With all yeah. the money you'll be making from your high class job if you actually get really good at being a leader within a company and you can delegate everything to people who are trustworthy go do your art uh, as a hobby go take your month-long vacation we should do the Greece. we should do the hobbies episode next week yeah maybe we will this. actually yeah talk about the and we'll compare uh worthwhile hobbies and what you should pick as a hobby and how you should get into them but um you know don't be silly it take don't i'm not saying don't take the easy silly. way out Take the was it like route, which a couple is episodes ago we said you need to be silly? <laughs> yeah, be, be goofy and silly. But I'm saying when it comes to serious life issues and like trying to forge your own path when it's not necessary, don't do that. 
Mm. Be like water. Go with the flow. Like if your parents have this multi-billion dollar company <laughs> and they're saying we want to hand it over to you if you're willing to take it, just mm-hmm. take it. Even if you don't succeed fully as much as they did, you're probably going to still make a shit ton of money and then you can do whatever the hell you want. Right? Yeah. So yeah. again, like that, that's a stupid piece of advice. Chances are no one's <laughs> going to be in that situation. But like, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just it's a, it's a tidbit for whoever's listening, but don't, you know, if there's a pathway that's already open, but it's kind of hard to get in, follow the path still. Don't try to forge a whole new path for no reason other than just to forge a new path. It's mm. not worth it. Unless you're, unless you have this amazing idea that's going to change the world, which chances are you don't. Right, because no. if you have this amazing idea that's going to change the world, you're not listening to my podcast. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to be like Elon Musk. That guy probably listens to nothing but his own thoughts. Because he's like, I literally have gotten so far with my own um, genius and the mentors that I've chosen. Then, like, mm-hmm. I don't need any other outside influence. I don't have time for it. So, we don't have anyone listening like that. I don't think. No offense, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm not like that no either. Offense. So, no need to worry. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's all, that's all I'll add. And picking a career path is not the end of the world. And don't forget, you can always change at some point always. in your life. Always. Make a plan and be smart about it if you're going to. And that's it for me. Yeah, so I'll just summarize our uh, three questions here. What do you like? What are you good at? What can you monetize? Being honest and uh, truthful with yourself about these three things is we believe the key to picking a proper career path. And then, um, like you just said, in the end, you can always change. It's not the end of the world. Take your risks young. I think that uh, sums it up pretty good. Mm-hmm. Get going. Move forward. Aim high. Plan a takeoff. Don't just sit on the runway and hope someone will come along and push the airplane. It simply won't happen. Change your attitude and gain some altitude. Believe me, you'll love it up here. Donald J. Trump.